You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Hey, everybody. You are listening to another episode of Trade Secrets. If you have not had an opportunity to do so, please go back and listen to all the other episodes. Really great episodes, um, some good interviews, some good conversations between uh, me and Nisi. And um, we are going to share some other things with you. In this episode, um, as you saw with the the title, we're going to talk about three ways to protect your marriage, and uh, we're just going to jump right in. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Okay, good. So, yeah, we were talking before, and I wrote a, a blog about it, just you know, ways to protect your marriage. And what I was saying to you before is that we always protect our marriage or we make sure that we protect our marriage against, um, you know, things like infidelity and outside influences and flirting and pornography, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, we make sure that we maintain the integrity of our union, so to speak. All of those things, you know that we do those things. It's just a given, Mm -hmm. right? But, you know, I got to thinking and we talked about it. Like, how often do we protect our marriages from the things that we cannot see? Hmm. You know, how good of an effort are we putting forth in protecting our marriages against things like depression, anger, fear, anxiety, all of those types of negative emotions that honestly are killing marriages. Things that we don't really think to be intentional, not all the time, about protecting. Mm -hmm. Not as intentional as we are with, you know, making sure we don't cheat or making sure that we don't flirt or making sure that, you know, no one is flirting with us. Right. Outside influences, like I said, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes nothing is done to resolve those types of issues in the marriage. The anger, the fear, the anxiety, the emotions, mm-hmm. the negative emotions that affect marriages really in a crazy way. And a lot of times it's one spouse that's suffering with these things, mm-hmm. like depression or anxiety but they don't necessarily always talk about it with their spouse because they don't feel like they can or you know they they just sometimes they're so overwhelmed that they can't talk about it yeah that's true i know that that's happened with me before like 
you know, I've suffered with anxiety a little bit. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? I do. And it was just really bad. And I just felt like I couldn't talk to anyone and no one understood or, or like what is wrong with me is what was going through my mind. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really know initially how to talk about it. So, you know, I was going through that and then there was you watching me go through that, Mm -hmm. thinking maybe, you know, what did I do wrong? Right. You know, with Nisi, what, what is up with me? And And then maybe feeling a little, you know, kind of helpless. Yeah. A little powerless to, you know, guys, they, you know, don't want to generalize, but often we, you know, we kind of want to fix situations Mm -hmm. and feel, you know, some kind of way when we can't do that. Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was just really a rough time. The, the depression and anxiety. And I, I don't even really know what caused that. It was not too long after we moved here. So maybe it was just all of that, you know? Yeah, could be. I I, I don't know. Changes, different things. Right. Yeah. But that was just really a rough time. And I just feel like I was the spouse that wasn't talking about it and you were the spouse that couldn't figure out what did you do wrong this time Mm -hmm. to receive my cold shoulder type thing. You know, it was just pretty rough. The cold shoulder, the silent treatment, the lack of intimacy, all that type of stuff. Right. So it's just things that we don't really think about. So it just got me to thinking about, you know, we really need to be intentional about you know, maintaining that or making sure we take care of those types of things in the relationship. Yeah, because those are the things that, um, like the the big things, if you want to call them that, that you mentioned, the things that you can see and yeah. feel it and the tactile things, if you will, the yeah. stuff that you can kind of see coming yeah. and then, you know, maybe do something about or put something in place to protect yourself against. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one thing. But then the other thing, sometimes you don't know, Mm -hmm. especially if nothing's really said. You know, you may figure that something is wrong because there might be a change in mood or there may be some things that aren't happening that used to happen, Mm -hmm. but you don't know. Like, you can't put a finger on it sometimes. Yeah, right. right? Absolutely. And so those things are definitely, um, it's definitely important that we are doing some things to make sure we stay, even if we don't stay ahead of them, Mm -hmm. at least we can do some things to help uh, lessen them or help our spouses get through them. Or, yeah, help you know to what I mean? manage them. Help to manage them. That's a good word. Yeah. Help to manage them. So there are several things mm-hmm. that um, we can do, but we're just going to talk about three of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in what I was hearing you say, I can definitely guess what the first thing is mm-hmm. um, because you were talking about things that you were not doing. Right. Um, during that time period. And so what what's the first thing that we can do to protect our marriage? Three ways that we can protect our marriage. So the first thing is to talk about it. Mm, there you it know, is. It, sometimes easier said than done. Like for me, like I said, it wasn't, it just, I didn't, I guess, know how 
to begin to talk mm -hmm. about it or I was just so overwhelmed and in my feelings and just blanketed by all of that heavy negative emotion that I just didn't even honestly think to talk to you about it as crazy as that sounds because mm -hmm. now we talk about everything but yeah talk about it sometimes it's all you need is to just sit down with your spouse and like we always say have a conversation have a conversation right it could be tough to talk about sometimes but you know if if we keep in mind that the end result is i want to be healthy i want our marriage to be healthy i want to be happy i want my spouse to be happy and if i'm not happy then obviously it's going to spill over to my spouse and the rest of the family as well so you know talking about it just might be all the think keeping those things in mind just might be all the motivation you need to begin to talk about it yeah and and speaking of beginning to talk about it right having a conversation especially in a situation like this where it, you know the things that you're trying to protect your marriage from might be things like depression or anxiety or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Having the conversation, that conversation initially may not be about the thing itself, right? Yeah. It might not be about the anxiety or it might not be about whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. That first, that initial conversation or a series of conversations may be conversations of, you know, reassurance or conversations that, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm here and if, you know, how are you doing today? There, there might be, they may seem a little bit one-sided or they may seem like it's a question and answer period in the beginning, but sometimes that's how it has to start, right? Just getting your spouse comfortable, mm -hmm. creating that, using those conversations to create a safe place yeah, so that when the time is right. Yeah. Then later on in the series of conversations, then you may be able to tackle that thing, whatever it is. Right. So don't be, I'm saying that to say, don't be, if you're in a situation, those of you who are listening, if you're in a situation where you might be trying to get to the bottom of something, but you can't get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Don't be discouraged if those, if the first few conversations are not, you know, conversations where you're like trying to dig into the root cause and that you're actually attacking the problem and being able to hash things out. Yeah. Those first few conversations may be just you saying, hey, babe, I, you know, I just want you to know I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, just checking in with you to see how you're doing today. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, creating that safe space yeah. right yeah which kind of takes us to the second one mm -hmm. um which which is have regular check-ins yeah um those conversations may be just that they just may be check-ins you know right. I, I think a lot of a lot of times i know for you and i right we mm -hmm. we get in these go 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 modes you know where it's not that we don't care about what's happening with the other person, but we just neglect to actually check in and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Right. You know? Yeah. And, and as far as like 
for when you say have regular check-ins for me mm -hmm. the type of um communicator that i am mm -hmm. right is a procrastinator mm -hmm. right so that on top of you know being overwhelmed with all of these emotions may make it difficult for me to initiate the conversation right so for you to come up to me and be like you know babe i just want to check in and see how you're doing i wanted to know that you're wanted to you know know if you're okay if there's anything going on in the relationship that i should be aware of then that you know you ask me a question that initiates me having to give you a response right and then that will help me to start talking yeah that's good and then sometimes it's i would say even often i would use the word often we talk about approach right mm -hmm. when we're talking about conversations if you listen to the last episode uh, we talked about the three T's and the things that you should be thinking about when you have a conversation. So timing, tone and temperature. Mm -hmm. um, I would say in this situation, regular check ins should look like. Should make the other person feel comfortable, especially if we're talking about protecting our uh, relationship from the hidden dangers. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, anxiety, depression, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. They if your spouse is going through something like that, is dealing with that, they may already be on edge. They right. may already be a little defensive. They may already be apprehensive. They may already be um, you know, reluctant, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, coming at them, checking in, saying, you know, in a way that forces them to try to answer questions or mm -hmm. To to come up with, you know, reasons and solutions may be may defeat the purpose. Yeah. So the check in might be have to be something like, hey, listen, what what do you need from me? Yeah. What do you need from me? Yeah. You know what? You know, is there anything that I am doing mm -hmm. that is not allowing you the time and space to heal? Is there something that I should be doing yeah. that would allow you to, time? you know, and then that way you're putting the onus on yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not making them feel any worse than how they may already feel at the moment. Yeah. And you're not putting them on the spot. You're not increasing the level of anxiety or whatever may be going on because now you're taking the pressure off of them and and really, you know, trying to be intentional and sincere about meeting whatever those needs are that they have. I right? like that instead of the. I like the what do you need from me? How can I help type thing mm -hmm. instead of what is wrong with you? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because you're immediately the what is defensive. wrong with you. Right. You're yeah. going to be on the defensive. And shut down even more. Right. You're trying to, you know, defend your, you know, where you are at the moment. Mm -hmm. Even if it might, even if you think it might be detrimental, or you think it might be wrong, you know, putting somebody in a position to have to do that creates more conflict yeah so yeah definitely have regular check-ins have conversations um what would be the third thing so the third thing i would say would be if you need help mm -hmm. get help you know if you need when i say help i mean if you need professional help get professional help oh, there are some okay. things like that, counseling counseling gotcha. yeah 
because there there's just some things that you know I have or not just necessarily me but there are just some things that sometimes you have to go to a therapist and talk them out mm -hmm. like I have this going on and I have this going on and this and this and this and this and then a therapist can sit down and just with you and just help you sort it all out mm. or you know just lay things out for you and and help you bring all of your mess right mm -hmm. to a therapist and a therapist will help you organize everything right so and sometimes that's just not something that you can do by yourself or even talk out with your spouse right that's good it's like almost like unpacking a bag yeah like they can help you like you've got all this stuff packed mm -hmm. and stuffed into a stuffed suitcase and, and it's all jumbled up yeah. and there's no system mm -hmm. and it's you know the the toothbrush is wrapped up in the socks and the yeah. you know everything is all over the place yeah. and sometimes you look at that and be like you know what I'm not even going to deal I with it I can't even touch it yeah but at the same time life still goes on so you're still stuffing more stuff in that suitcase yeah. because life continues to go on and hand you things that need to go in there mm -hmm. and sometimes you need somebody to help you just unpack like you said organize mm -hmm. and you know maybe redirect help you create a system yeah because the stuff may not go away right you may still need to have the stuff in the bag but mm -hmm. give you a system you know that will help you manage that stuff yeah. appropriately and maybe even get rid of some things that hey you don't need this in there right you don't need this thing in there or replace this thing with that thing yeah you know and then help you to do that so um we we say all the time as it relates to uh to therapy um we liken it to you know having a a problem like in your home like a plumbing issue mm -hmm. yeah and if i've done everything that i know to do and you know water is still leaking you know i have one of two options either i can ignore it and you know at some point in my life watch my house wash away mm. or i can call somebody in a third party who can help me and assist me in getting those pipes where they need to be yeah. right which yeah. would um inevitably improve our quality of life yeah and it's the same thing with your relationship. If you need that, there is absolutely nothing wrong with finding the right person to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. And just like we would look for a contractor or a plumber or somebody like that, and you would vet individuals and, you know, ask people about them and look at the reviews and that kind of thing. It's the same thing with therapy. You want to find the right person, right. the right fit, mm -hmm. the person that you know you can that that you can trust in the person who, um, you know, it may take one or two people, right, or three or four people before yeah. you find that person the that right can help bit. you yeah. get to the place where you want to be. So, yeah. yeah, those are good. Those are three good ways. Now there are several ways, but those are three good ways. Um, mm -hmm. If you need help, get help. Have regular check-ins with your spouse. Um, talk about it. Mm -hmm. Have conversations about it. Um, and just know that um, all of this is a process. Yeah. 
It's not going to happen overnight. Um, if you think about any out, if you think about stuff outside of marriage and outside of your relationship, there are very few things that have happened overnight. You didn't finish school overnight. You didn't learn how to do most of the things that you know how to do. You didn't learn how to do them overnight. There was right. a process, mm-hmm. right? There was some trial and error. There were some things you got wrong. There were some tests that you failed. Um, but it was a process and it's the same thing with this. So just know going in, um, it'll be tough. There'll be some tough days. There'll be some great days, but know that it's a process and be willing to work through the process and be supportive. Big, big thing there. Be supportive of your spouse through that process. That's good. Um, and patient. You got to learn how to develop some patience Mm -hmm. and patience, you know, when we think about patience, we think about, you know, sometimes dealing with things that we wouldn't necessarily want to deal with. Patience could also mean making sure that you are applying the appropriate level of distance mm. so that you're not frustrating yourself more than you should be. And you're not frustrating your spouse who's going through those things more then they should be frustrated because all that's going to do is just draw you guys. That's just going to create a chasm between you. I think that, I think though that that is, there's like a really fine line Very when yeah, it comes to, I agree. to uh, you know, creating distance because on the one hand, your spouse may need a little bit of distance, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, you know, sometimes they need to feel secure, I guess. Yep. Your pr- you need your presence to, you know, they need some kind of certainty in the uncertain turmoil that's going on right now. That makes sense. And when I say stability, yeah, I agree with that. And when I say distance too, I mean don't don't like leave. Like I'm I'm gone for the weekend mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But distance in the sense that. Um, almost like how, how it is with you. Sometimes, you know, you may need to be in the bedroom mm-hmm. just kind of collecting your thoughts and doing what you need to do while I'm out in the living room or I'm down in the music room or wherever I am. Mm-hmm. Um, just allowing you that time to process, yeah. allowing you that time to, but you know, I'm there. Okay. Got right? you. Yeah. So definitely reassuring your spouse that, Hey, I am, I'm here. When, when you feel like I'm needed, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not in your face. I'm not forcing you to try to process on the fly. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, requiring you to provide answers for me or, or to, you know, provide explanations. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you that level of distance that you need to process. Mm-hmm. I think that that sometimes it's important. And you got to know your spouse, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because for some people like me, and we've talked about this before, I don't really need that level of space. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's some people who will. And so just being mindful of that, being mindful of the fact that it's a process. Right. And that with some intentionality, with some effort, because commitment requires consistent effort. You will get to a place where you, you know, to a better place where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, if you don't see things happening the way you 
think they should. The third thing that we said was to, you know, get help if you need help. So bring in a third party to assist with that if need be, because that's that's what that is for. Right. Right. So those are three things that um, we feel are good things to think about. To protect your marriage. And and it's not just protecting your marriage. I know we talked about, you know, the big things like, you know, we well, we just touched on like the big things like infidelity and pornography and those kinds of things. And then the the hidden, quote unquote, things like anxiety and depression, those kinds of things. But it's not just protecting your marriage from those kinds of things. It's just protecting your marriage, putting a a layer of or a hedge, if you will, around your relationship Mm -hmm. so that um, you, it gives you almost like, almost creates a window. It gives you a 360 view so that no matter what the situation is, that you're able to talk about it, Mm -hmm. that you're able to have these regular check-ins because those regular check-ins help to grow the level of intimacy in your marriage. And even if it's not a bad thing, even if it's just, uh, you know, we want to, you know, grow our intimacy level or we want to be able to talk more or even if there aren't really, you know, those big things or even the things like anxiety and depression happening, you can still bring in a third party to help you do certain things. Yeah. You know, help you to respond differently to your spouse or help you to become more romantic or give you ideas on certain things. So it's not just for the bad situations, but just in general, we want to be in a place where we're always looking out for our spouses. We're always looking out for the good of our relationship. Right. Yeah. So that's um, what we have for you in this episode. Um, I'll recap the three things really quickly. One, talk about it. Have conversations. Two, have regular check-ins with your spouse. And three, if you need to get help, don't be afraid to uh, get help. And those are three ways that you can protect your marriage because we want your marriage to grow. We want it to thrive and we want it to be protected. And we want you to live out the relationship that um, God has intended for you to live out. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So with that, we're going to we're going to let you go. We hope that that is good food for thought, some things that you can put into practice. And um, like we said in the beginning, please go back and listen to the other episodes. Great episodes. Share these episodes with a friend. Um, Rate these episodes. Comment on these episodes. You can uh, leave comments um, through. Um, the anchor page. Um, you can leave voicemail comments if you would like anything you want to share with us. Um, we would be happy to hear from you and we hope that um, this is valuable information. So until next time, we will. Uh, we'll see you later. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.